guys. So today I'm sharing a podcast episode that I did on someone else's podcast. They interviewed me. Um, Kayla interviewed me and we had such a good chat. I really want to share it with you guys all about starting your journey and taking baby steps and like getting getting through the failures. So enjoy this episode and I can't wait to hear what you guys think. Hey guys, welcome back to the podcast, Living in Fierce Alignment. My name is Kayla and I'm your host today. And I have a very special guest named Tara who's going to be joining us in this conversation. So Tara and I know each other because we're both from Vancouver Island and we went to middle school together and high school together. And what happened, I would say in the last six or eight months, I stumbled across her on Instagram and I thought, oh, like I know her, you know, we're both from the island and I was living in Toronto at the time. And she really inspired me with the work that she's been up to because Initially, when I ran into her online, she had just started one of her amazing courses called Manifest Mondays, and I decided to do this course, and that's when I really started to learn about manifestation and mindset and just really dive into intuitive eating because these are all the things that she's super passionate about. So I wanted to invite her onto the podcast today to basically just have a conversation and talk about what she's up to and just the story of you know the importance of just getting started on what you love doing in your life because sometimes we can get caught up in comparing ourselves to people who already quote have it figured out and the, the reality is everyone started somewhere at some point. So I'm going to turn the mic over to Tara now. Can you please introduce yourself, Tara? Tell us what you're up to and all the good things. Yeah, thank you so much for having me today. I'm really excited we finally get to do this. Um, Kayla did my Manifest Mondays course and then quickly became my biggest fan. (laughs) (laughs) It's true. (laughs) But it was so great because she really gave me confidence at the beginning when I was unsure and just diving into the manifestation world. And just like seeing how much she's kind of shifted everything in her life really gives me confidence to be like, okay, I can do this. And um, yeah, right now I currently um, own a gym in Sydney and I've almost had it for three years. So it'll be three years in like March. And I got my start personal training, fitness, kind of way back when. And now I'm just transitioning into kind of the more online world and doing a lot more coaching. I love teaching about manifestation and mindset particularly and learning about the brain and how we can shift our limiting beliefs and change our habits. And and that's kind of where I'm headed to next coming up. That's so awesome. And I've loved in the last six months. So right now we're July 2019, just to give you an idea for time timeline. And I discovered, like started diving into Tara's work in about January this year in 2019. And it's been really crazy to see how much has has happened since then, especially for you and, you know, your entrepreneurial world and what you're building, because it's like you started Manifest Mondays. So can you tell us more of what's happened the last six months? Because, you know, Manifest Mondays, you went to Bali, like all these things, you got a kitten, like all these things are important and relevant. So tell us more about that. Oh my God. Yeah. When I think about the last six months, I'm like, wow, a lot has happened. So... Yes, I originally saw, I found Catherine Sankina, Manifestation Babes podcast in December, and I saw that she was offering a retreat in Bali, and I just quickly got obsessed with the whole manifestation world, and I was just like, I have to go on this retreat, and I set the intention, and this is kind of one of the first things I really intentionally manifested, and I ended up getting the very last spot and kind of making a lot of money that that was new for me. 
and really kind of propelling my business. So that was a big kind of um, trigger to kind of take me to the next level was committing myself to that retreat and spending all that money and being like, I just need to up-level myself. So it was really scary. Um, I also ended an engagement and like moved out. And then I decided after, after I started teaching Manifest Mondays, that was my first course. It's just a four month, sorry, four week online course for $88. And it's just the basics of manifestation, mindset, that sort of thing. And I loved so much seeing people's like success stories and what they were currently manifesting and being able to help people with their mindset that I just realized that I was so much more passionate about that than I was about the personal training. And I'm not super into the diet culture so much anymore as I've kind of recovered from an eating disorder and I'm really into intuitive eating. So it made sense for me. I just, I always follow what I love. So I was originally in school to become an elementary school teacher and I fell in love with fitness and then I decided to open my own gym and now I'm in love with manifestation, law of attraction and intuitive eating. So that's kind of, I just always kind of follow what I love and I just trust that. So I went to Bali and when I came home, I had the idea to put together intuitive eating and manifestation into one program because I was able to lose 35 pounds really easily and heal my eating disorder through incorporating kind of manifestation techniques with intuitive eating and I felt like that was a really big missing link for a lot of my clients was their mindset. They were doing all the food things properly and all the workouts and all the things but they weren't seeing results because they were constantly kind of berating their bodies or feeling like it wasn't happening fast enough or only noticing the lack of results and I just realized when I applied the visualization and manifestation stuff that it happened so easily for me that I needed to share that with the world. So that really became my purpose and I launched my next course which really allowed me to start coaching because I offered coaching with that course. And once that, once I started offering coaching, I fell so in love with that. And I realized that the reason I loved personal training is because of the conversations I had with people. It wasn't really so much about the workouts or the training. It was more kind of diving into people's mindset. So when I realized I could do that over the phone from anywhere in the world and have freedom and do the online courses, that's now what I'm really pursuing is full-time online and, um, and coaching. I love that. And mm-hmm. it's so funny because Tara and I have a bit of a similar story because I've been a personal trainer the last three years and that started in, and also I went to university for Bachelor of Education oh, and yeah. physical <laughs> education in French. So there's a lot of parallels that we have, but it's so funny because I also had the discovery breakthrough that with my clients in Toronto, the ones that were the most, quote, successful or achieved the goals they wanted were the ones who had a really good mindset. Mm -hmm. And what I mean by that is that they believed that they could achieve those results. And Mm -hmm. obviously it was baby steps at the start, right? Because it can be really intimidating to say, for example, I want to lose 35 pounds because then you have to deal with, well, what if I don't lose 35 pounds and I'm a failure, then I'm this and this and this, right? So then that just leads to more self-sabotage. But then the people that, you know... And I did a lot of mindset work and you're right. The conversations with clients is like the best thing. Like just Mm -hmm. being authentically connected with humans and, you know, they're so willing to show up and to really push themselves out of their comfort zone because they want to better themselves. Like I love that. Mm -hmm. But it's, but you're true. We can help more people by doing online stuff rather than just, you know, one-on-one in the gym. And it's true. The ones that had a great mindset were the ones who thrived. And because I would be like, why? I remember asking myself like, 
why isn't everyone getting results? Like, what is like, what am I doing wrong? And then yeah. I start blaming myself that I wasn't delivering too. enough. Mm-hmm. And then, and then it just made sense one day. I was like, oh my God, like these people believe they can do it. And they, they're taking the actions because they believe they can take the actions. And then that obviously domino effects to them getting the results. So yeah. I really love that. And it's like, it's always such a reward to share the journey when people have success. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's yeah. It. And I think like, um, just something that I remembered when you were saying that is if you, I think a really good reason for some of my success is I always have this bigger vision and I never think of another option. Like I never think this won't happen. I just trust like in my mind right now, I already know, I don't know when, but I know that I will be like a millionaire and have my own successful business and be speaking around the entire world and writing books. And I just know that that's coming. But if I didn't have that vision, I would doubt myself right back. I would be like, there's no way I could give up the gym. There's no way I could go online full time. Like that's crazy. But when I put myself into the future and I think like, this is where I want to be. So this is what I have to do. And I just trust it. I think that's, I think just really, you just have to go for it. And I, same with personal training. I just knew I would have my own studio. Like I just believed in myself. Like, yeah. It's funny because I was having a conversation with my coach the other day and she was talking about like, Kayla, I want you to make a money goal I for August. We, you, Lauren, right? Yeah. 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 My, my like, Lauren. friend, I know it's so <laughs> funny. Yeah. So my, my business and mindset coach, Lauren, I met her in Toronto because she used to do like aesthetics, like microblading or whatever. And she did my eyebrows and yeah, then we kept in touch amazing. because I know, right. We kept in touch because she is an entrepreneur and she does like, she coaches coaches on building their business. And then I got you guys connected. So now Lauren's coaching me and then Tara's coaching Lauren and we're all <laughs> friends. And it's just really funny how that works. Coaches always have coaches. It's so true. Right. Yeah. And because she's my coach, she pushed me. She goes, Kayla, like I want you to make a money goal for August and I was like okay I want to make because I'm working I'm going to start working at Lululemon in Vancouver and then I have my online stuff and I was like oh I just want to make five thousand dollars she goes <laughs> she paid you like oh yeah that, she did she goes Kayla <laughs> how about you say ten thousand I'm like that's ridiculous but then she said when you make it when you make your goal so big you kind of have to give up figuring it out because she said Kayla you could figure out five thousand dollars yeah and I was like yeah I can't figure out ten thousand dollars like I definitely would just have to show up every day and like trust that you know, what the actions I'm taking that it's just going to work out. And I, and I, I really believe that when you create something so massive, then you kind of have to be like, okay, I really want this. I'm just gonna, I'm just going to go for it because it's when you get caught up in the details of figuring it out, then you self-sabotage and all of that. It's so funny that you brought that up because (laughs) my coach, Sam Laura Brown, told me to set a massive money goal. She was like, I want you to put a hundred grand in savings by the end of the year. And I was like, that's literally impossible. And she was like, I don't care. I want you to set an impossible goal. So then I told Lauren to set an impossible goal. And then she got you to set an impossible goal. And I love the like, because we're all learning from each other and like nobody knows all the answers. And like someone, Sam's coach told her to set this impossible goal. And it's like, I love how the trickle effect. And now it's so true. Like I have no idea how I will do it and but I'm just trusting and it when you set those huge massive goals you just have to follow the nudges from the universe and like that's how you reach them you can't ever get there unless you're willing to go like above like so it's really it's fun totally so (laughs) I I want to actually go into a little bit more of you I want you to share what is manifestation like law of attraction 
we'll talk a little bit about intuitive eating as well because this is obviously all of like the things that we love to talk about and a lot of what your coaching is too just in case this is like the first episode that people have listened to on my podcast Mm -hmm. then they won't feel like they're lost like what's manifestation what's this so what is it and what is how does all this tie into you know what you're doing with your business Mm -hmm. um so manifestation is bringing an idea or an object or like bringing a thought basically into your reality. So it could be like a friendship, it could be a romantic relationship, it could be a business, it could be a certain income. There's, you can apply this to anything in your life. So for example, the things that I've technically manifested, like you're manifesting all the time, everything in your current reality is you have manifested, whether it was intentional or not intentional, your thoughts are creating your reality, which we could go very deep into that, but I'll, but so for example like trips and travel and my business and my personal training studio and um and then just like where my business is taking off to I feel like I've really been intentional on on manifesting that and what that means is really just setting the intention and putting that out there into kind of the universe whatever you believe and then it's recognizing what in me is saying that this isn't possible because we truly are limitless as humans. We just, we have all these self-limiting beliefs where we hold ourselves back and the only person that's stopping you from reaching any goal that you desire is yourself and your own mind. And so it's recognizing what's holding you back, shifting those beliefs, like using subconscious programming, whatever it is, there's lots of different methods you could use to shift the beliefs and then following what comes to you. Like you don't need to know the how, like we were just saying, um, cause I think that stops a lot of people. Like we really wanted to talk about just starting. And I think a lot of people, well, I don't know how it's like, I didn't know how to start a podcast. I didn't know how to start a blog. I didn't know how to start a boot camp or own a gym. Like, I don't even fucking know what I'm doing. Can I swear on your podcast? <laughs> yeah, that's totally fine. Like, I never know. And I always just Google. Google it and just start figuring it out one, one day at a time. And, like, people get so caught up and, like, but I don't know how. It's, like, there's – we have limitless information around us. And all you have to do is start taking, like – tiny baby steps. I just started coaching someone on who really wanted to move to Nashville and she wasn't even allowing herself that option. She's like, well, I don't have the money. I can't do it. And then two weeks later after our coaching call, she now has a job in Nashville. She found an apartment with a roommate, a beautiful place, two blocks down the street. And she's moving to Nashville when it wasn't even on her radar before. She was like, well, I just don't know how it's not possible. So I kind of got sidetracked there. But so yeah, so law of attraction is also recognizing that Um, like attracts like and your thoughts are creating your reality so really putting out intentional positive grateful thoughts in order to attract more of that into your reality and just watching it's kind of like you can follow the train of thought like if you're thinking well I'm so broke I can't do this I'm such a failure that leads to the feeling of feeling hopeless or kind of in despair which leads to the action of not taking any action and that's your it's stuck in that loop but if you can shift the initial thought to I can figure this out and anything is possible that gives you a feeling of hope and kind of excitement and that leads to an action of just taking any small action which snowballs on itself and creates an entirely new reality so I think people are like oh manifestation like things aren't just going to fall on your lap and no that's not true but it really is just setting the intention and shifting your thoughts so that you are led to the next action step that's so true Mm -hmm. and I 
And I love that because I think a lot of people, they kind of get stopped at, well, manifestation's magic. It's just going to fall on my lap. It's like, no, the point is mm-hmm. when you shift your thoughts, like your thoughts create emotions and then on your emotions, you take actions. If yeah. you don't feel good about what you're doing, you're not going to take an action. Yeah. And you can try and use willpower all day long, but if you aren't reprogramming your subconscious mind, you're going to keep going back to like your same stuck cycle because you can't fight against that. Like that's why all dieting fails unless you really shift who your identity as like who you are. And, and like, you'll just keep going back to your comfort zone. Yeah. 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 It's so, yeah. I love, I love this work. You know yeah, what I mean? It'd be just because anyone can do it. You don't I need know. to have like a PhD to figure this out. Like it's just really raw, organic, you know, everyone has a mind. They can shift their thinking. Like anyone can yeah. do it. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Can you please share your story of how you first, first, first got into manifestation? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So I'd recently been dumped and I was, um, I herniated, herniated a disc in my back. So I was like, Oh, I was in a dark place and I ended up reading the secret, which really spoke to me because the secret has its pros and cons. Like some people love it. Some people hate it, but I think it's great for introducing people to that world because it just, opens up your mind to be like, oh my gosh. And I, for one, am very gullible, (laughs) but in a good way. Like if I want to believe something, I'll just believe it full wholeheartedly. Like I don't need a whole bunch of proofs and studies to like convince my mind that things will happen. I'm like, I want to believe that. So I'm just going to go with that. So I think like ignorance is bliss a little bit for me as well. But, um, yeah, so I read The Secret and I decided like, okay, I'll give it a try and I'll make a vision board. And I I put like a personal training studio on my vision board and a few other things like just really wanted to build my confidence. Like six years ago when I discovered The Secret, I was probably like 30 pounds heavier. I was waitressing. I had just been dumped. I was so insecure. I was binge eating and bulimic like 10 times a day all the time, isolating myself. Like I would spend days in bed. Um, I was... I was just, I had so much social anxiety. I couldn't be like alone with people. Like it was just, I was a completely different person, which is so crazy to think about. So I remember like the two things that I remember on my vision board was like this personal training studio. And I wanted to become a personal trainer because I'd always been into fitness and I was obsessed with losing weight, which was like kind of a side note. And then this um, quote that was like, wake up every day and like, tell yourself you're a badass bitch and don't let anybody fuck with you. (laughs) Oh my God, I love that. (laughs) And I just like, I started to embody that slowly. Um, I definitely had my ups and downs throughout, but eventually what happened was like putting that personal training studio on my vision board just became more of a, more and more of a reality. And I never thought it would kind of happen that quickly, but it did push me to be like, well, if I'm going to have a personal training studio, I need to be a personal trainer. So I went, I quit my education degree and I started teaching like fitness classes and really pursuing that and gaining my confidence there. And like the first time I got in front of a class, I was absolutely terrified and it took a few years. Like I wasn't confident in being up in front of a crowd of people. <laughs> like when I had to give a speech in school, I, I actually cried. Um, and then I, what happened? And then I decided to, I remember I was like, well, all the other trainers out in the world, they have a Facebook page. So I'm just going to start and create a Facebook page. And I decided to call myself training by Tara Brunette. And I just started posting things that like kind of useful information and I wanted to, my goal like with content is I always want to give value and things that like I like to 
like to read about. And like, I think we can get really stuck. This is a bit of a side note, but we can get really stuck once we start researching into the realm of like entrepreneurship and marketing and all those things. It's like the knowledge curse. Like Lauren, who we all are friends with, like she knows so much about marketing that she gets in her head, well, if I don't do this, this and this, then it's not gonna be successful. Whereas I'm like, I could just do one post and it will be successful. But she doesn't have that belief. Like, so it's just a, the more you know, it's almost, screws you up. It's like, just start and don't worry about what everyone else is doing. It's true. Yeah. So I just started doing that and then I started offering like free boot camps in the park and then I eventually started charging and that slowly grew. And then I decided that it was like my dream to find kind of like a garage or something where I could start training clients out of my house. So I, first I started training them in my bedroom. Um, they would do like step ups on my bookshelf and oh <laughs> I had gosh. like a TRX in the that. door <laughs> and I had, it was like the smallest little space, like, like, I don't even know, five by five feet. And like, it was, so I still work with my very first client that trained with me in my bedroom, Shayla. She's, she's still with me today via online. She does my dream body and I coach her and it's so cool that like, we still have that connection. Um, and then I, I ended up moving to a place in the woods, actually out here near, near this place. And, um, I lived there and they allowed me to turn the carport into a little mini gym. And this was like my dream come true. Like it was just a carport. It had no walls. It was like totally open and I hung curtains and I got all the equipment and I hung a TRX in the middle of the ceiling and I got kind of like barbells and dumbbells. And I honestly was so proud of that little space. Like I love it more than my beautiful studio that I have today, which is really ironic because I was just so proud of myself. And then that's when I really started to pursue going full time. At that point, I was still working at another gym and I was like, I'm just going to go for this. And it took about a year and I built up my clients. And then I realized like, I think I'm ready to take the leap. I never actually, you're never ready. Like I didn't have a plan. I didn't really have the money, but I just trusted. And that's usually what I do every time I take a leap. I just go for it. Um, and then I, and then that slowly grew to the point where I was able to get a real personal training studio. There's like a kind of a long, do you want to hear the story about that? If I all went wrong or uh, oh yeah, you can, yeah, no, 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 sure, buddy. Okay. I think it's important that people hear that you know maybe you're not a personal trainer when you listen to this episode, but it's like you're. It's not the point easy. is, I want, yeah, I wanted her to share a story because she just like got started like six years ago, you know, in 2013, just took an action every day, and the whole thing just grew, right? Yeah. So I mean, you go from the carport to now having this studio in Sydney. Mm -hmm. So now, like, because obviously this is you've had this for a couple of years now, right? Mm -hmm. Two and a half, yeah. Yeah, mm -hmm. and um, so from there, that's when you really started getting into the more of the manifestation, like deeper into it, right? Yeah, which was more in December. Yeah, and just like a side note, um, I definitely didn't take action every day. I had lots of falters, and like, you don't need to be this like totally motivated, ambitious, like, of course I would describe myself that way, but I have lots of fears too. And I think people look at me and see me online and think like, I'm just like kind of fearless and going for it, but it's so not the case. Like sometimes I'll be up in the middle of the night for four hours, just like having a panic attack, thinking like, what am I doing with my life? Um, and when I originally was gonna get the gym, actually everything went wrong, everything fell through. I had to end up, I ended up not having a place to live, not having a place to train my clients. And if I had kind of like looked at that as a sign or like you should give up, then I would never be where I am today. So if there's something that you want, I would just really encourage you, like just never give up. I mean, it's so cliche, but just persistence is key. And that's why like 
I haven't grown that fast compared to lots of other people who've had businesses. Like I, I still compare myself to other successful entrepreneurs that have hundreds of thousands of followers. And I'm just like, oh, why can't I be there? But um, I know that I will be eventually. And you just have to trust that. Otherwise you, I would have given up so long ago. Um, so yeah, and then I got the gym and I, I worked my ass off and got completely burnt out because I was there like 14 hours a day and I just really had this whole like, work hard and then make money. Like you have to work hard, it has to be a struggle. And my dad's an entrepreneur, he's always working. And I wanted my parents to really, I wanted like that respect of like, I just work all the time. And I kind of like closed off all my friendships and I really like didn't, wasn't a great girlfriend in my relationship because I that's all I cared about. Um, and I ended up going to a Tony Robbins seminar and he did this really powerful kind of meditation of seeing where your life is going in the next 10 years and the first part that was really horrible for me was realizing how much i isolated myself from like my family when the whole reason that i was doing all this work was i just wanted them to be proud of me but in the meantime i just didn't my dad had owned a fishing lodge for seven years i'd never been there like my other the rest of my family would go every single year and i would always be like oh, i can't i'm too busy i did miss so many things so that was really a big reality check and realizing like what do i actually want like do i i really wanted this idea of success like i want to make all this money so much so people will like admire me or whatever it is significance so i hired a coach and that really allowed me to turn things around and realize there's there is another way and and in the past year since i had that tony robbins coach it really allowed me to shift from like just actually pursuing like what actually makes me happy. And um, and then the ironic part is that you can pursue all the things that make you happy and then also triple your income. <laughs> I know that is something, I love this so much because I remember, you know, when I, back in 2015, I finished my BA at UVic on Vancouver Island and then I moved to China. Mm-hmm. And I was like, it was funny because I knew when I finished my degree, I was like, I don't know if I want to be a teacher, which is crazy because I had literally spent six years in oh, university, yeah. right? And it's funny because I love the content, but then when I got into, like, the classroom situation, I felt very, like, in a box, like, this is how you need to do this, and, you know, yeah, you have summers off, but la, 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 like, it was just so much that I didn't want. So then I went to China, and I was like, I'm really going to find out if I want to be a teacher, and then I discovered, like, no, this is, I'm not, I'm not in the classroom, like, I was teaching planning, which is, like, health, nutrition, mm-hmm. career, like, I love that stuff, and mindset, and whatnot, yeah. and then I was teaching PE, which was obviously fun, because I love running around, but when I moved to Toronto, I got into personal training, and that was that was wild. Like I loved it because I loved the coaching aspect and being one-on-one with people, but it's, I've only been back in Victoria about a week and a half. And when I look back at what was going on in Toronto is that Toronto is like, this is totally my perception. There's going to be, be people who disagree with us. So I'm just going to say it from my point of view. Yeah. It's literally a rat race. Mm-hmm. Like I was living downtown and it was every day was I was getting up at 5 a.m. every day and I was like out of the house by 6 a.m. and I'd go train clients from 6.30 sometimes until 7.30 at night and it was just like random appointments in the day and the yeah. days were like 12 hours and sometimes I'd only actually get paid for quote like four hours because you yeah. know and it was just like go home, go to work, go home, go to work and then I had you know, it was, it was good to have, you know, for example, 120 hours a month. So you work about 30 hours a week, which, mm-hmm. you know, doesn't sound like a lot, but it's like one-on-one That's meetings, right? really a lot, yeah. And, but get this, there were some of my coworkers, like I was so blessed to work with such passionate, hardworking people, but some of my coworkers were hitting like over 200 hours a month of personal training. I used to have 90 hours a week. 
that's crazy. <laughs> I just, I don't know how insane. you did that. It but was it was just horrible. like, it's, it's wild that there's this whole, and I think this is a new thing coming out that you don't have to drill yourself into the ground to be successful because yeah. that's what that's what it turns into. It's like hard work equals money, mm-hmm. you know, and sacrifice and grinding and yeah, hustling. Yeah, hustle, yeah. Oh, it's, it's now, you know, it's funny, and I'm starting to see this more on social media, is like hustle is out and alignment is in. Yeah, it's funny. I mean, I still, I still agree that like hard work is important, but I think it should be something you really love. Like, when I'm like when I was working on the fitness PDF, which I just like love putting together those booklets, I couldn't stop. I would be working on it all day long, whatever. That w- I would consider that hustle, but but I was so in love with the process, and it's all I wanted to be doing. So it's it's in alignment. I think people kind of look down on the manifestation, like oh you don't believe like you have to work for things, and no, I just think that you it shouldn't have to feel hard. It yeah. can be easy. You can like take the nice flowing action and still have amazing results. Like I love Catherine Zinkina's analogy of like, you're trying to get to a really far away destination. You could either walk there and like kill yourself and take days and days and days over the journey, or you could hop on a plane and get to the same place. So yeah. <laughs> plane so is true. alignment. <laughs> yeah, that yeah. is, I love that. Mm-hmm. It's so true. And it all comes down to, you know, to mindset, right? And yeah. it's so funny because what, as I was like listening to you share, some of the things you're talking about was when it comes to like sharing content, especially being entrepreneurs, I, I was teaching this to some of my, my colleagues who are also like online entrepreneurs doing their own thing. And it was like, I post every day that, and that is, you know, being in alignment for me. Like I really want to put something out. Like I'll take the time in the morning. Mm -hmm. I'll write a post. Like I just am very intentional with that. And it's so funny because I just do whatever, like, I'll create it so that I feel good and so that when I put it out there, I basically don't give a fuck if anyone likes it or not. Yeah. I'm like, oh, this is good. I'm putting it out and I just let it be. Mm -hmm. And it's funny because I think a lot of time when people want to share something or they want to start, they want to get it right Mm -hmm. and make sure that it's accommodating to the people out there. But it's like, you have, like, who are you to say that so-and-so needs this? Yeah. Right? You have no idea. And sometimes there's things I put out there and I'm not super crazy about it, but I'm like, no, I think this needs to to like go out in the world and then I'll get a message about it and somebody mm-hmm. will be like oh my god I really needed to see this today and it's only one person but that is that like is a big thing the holy yeah. grail like yeah. I'm so grateful for that mm-hmm. yeah I think that's such a good point because yeah it's like a trap that you get stuck in and I noticed that recently like I never used to think this way but people are always talking about who's your ideal client what's your niche and I never cared about that and then I started learning more and I'm like well should I care about that and I'm like my ideal client is the one that comes to me because I'm speaking about things I love to speak about and if they want to work with me, awesome. But like, I'm not going to try and like force and like, like create these like, uh, like they tell you how to write like your copy. I just hate that. It seems so, like I guess. It's funny. It could be a tool as well though to manifest you know, the clients that you want to work with, like finding your soulmate client, right? But also I get that because, you know, the person that might need you could be somebody that you might not want to work with in the sense that they're like, they're messy and they're all over the place, but then they need someone who, you know, can offer manifestation or intuitive eating and just this is what they need, but they're not, they're not showing up a hundred percent because they don't know how. Yeah. So yeah, it's so important to be like open-minded about that. And it was so funny too. The other thing in terms of like this conversation of getting started is that it's, it can really be 
it can really destroy you comparing yourself to others. And it's so funny because like you shared when I started doing Manifest Mondays and like just became your like number one fan. You know what I mean? Like I was always messaging you like, oh, this is so cool and blah, blah, blah. But then I remember I went through this phase where because obviously I started doing my mindset coaching stuff because I've been wanting to do that for five years Mm -hmm. and I was just holding myself back. And I remember it was crazy because we had this conversation and I was like, idolizing you and like so inspired but then there was like my ego that was like getting jealous or I was like comparing myself and I thought I wasn't good enough but then the irony is like you know you're looking at people like Catherine Zankina or Amanda Francis who have like hundreds of thousands of followers and, yeah. and then you're thinking oh I'm not good enough and blah 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 and it's it's just so wild how we compare ourselves and it just like can ruin everything like just ruin the journey and the experience of what we're trying to get started with yeah I think my number one key for the comparison thing is instead of like comparing it's seeing those people and being like if it's possible for them it's possible for me exactly and that like really inspires me because Catherine Zankina is a 26 year old girl from Russia like she doesn't have anything more than I have like and I'm gonna have a different different people that are attracted to my style versus her the same with Amanda Francis and I just realized that it it truly is like just trusting and going for what it is you want and like knowing that your people will come and totally yeah and the other thing too is I love that you share that you know when you when you see that somebody else has what you want that that means it's possible for you too yeah. because you just talked They're about blazing how the trail. yeah like you were just talking about how you know we we are technically limitless as humans but we just put these caps on ourselves because we have these these beliefs right mm-hmm. yeah I think that's so cool one thing that we were just chatting about was how when it comes to getting started obviously I really took off and started my podcast and started like transforming my Instagram and creating courses and all this in the last six months ever since I did Tara's Manifest Mondays and I really remember in January I had a moment where I was just like fuck it and I just signed up for the course and it totally got into mindset and shifting everything and it was a very black and white moment for me and that's how I got started and it's funny because I was asking Tara I was like oh did you have this like light switch moment and so I would love for you to share your experience because I think people might think oh they're intimidated just to get started because they think it has to look a certain way Mm -hmm. but obviously you know we've gotten started on things that we're really passionate about but it looks different so mine was like literally a switch and that was it but for you what was that like yeah for me I feel like I'm like um kind of a very indecisive person but I more like just start following what I love and like kind of veering in that direction until it feels really good so like I was in elementary education and then I just started kind of teaching more fitness and I was like okay I do really love this so I'll teach more fitness and then I mean I did have the moment of kind of like quitting waitressing and being like I'm gonna do fitness full-time and quitting panorama when I was like okay I'm on my own full-time entrepreneur which is still crazy to think about but and with the manifestation stuff like I still, I still have just been kind of a slow transition. Like I still, I still do fitness videos and I still have my gym and I still do some personal training clients and boot camps. but I'm just like kind of over the next year, I'm kind of like my eventual goals, I would like to be full-time online. So yeah, I, I'm not very good at like a full-on black and white because then I um, second guess everything, which is what I do in other parts of my life. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and I think I really hope that actually I didn't even really realize it because in my reality it's like oh you know when you want to go for something you just go for it like black and white right but obviously for you it's like you know you're like exploring and you're transitioning and right and I think it's really important I don't like to over I don't like to commit too soon yeah well you yeah that's so funny so we're kind of the opposite that way but here's the thing 
the ways that we went about it are getting us the things that we want. Yeah. So that's really important, and I really want, like, our listeners to get that. It doesn't there, have to look a no certain right way. way. No, you just, you know. Yeah, like, people are always like, should I quit my full-time job and then go full-time side hustle? It's like, if you want to, but if that's going to put you in a scarcity mindset and then you, all of a sudden you're panicking, like, that's probably not the right move for you. So just start slow, and it doesn't need to look like this huge, drastic Thing. Like, I feel like everything I've done, I started small, and it builds into something really big. Totally. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. One thing I would love for you to share more about, because I know that this is obviously a process as well in life, is intuitive eating. Mm. So how did, what is intuitive eating, and how did this change your life? Yeah, so um, I struggled with uh, bulimia and binge eating for a really long time, like 16 years, and I first read the book Intuitive Eating when I was about 20, so like 10 years ago, and I'm 30 now. And when I was reading the book, it's um, it, every sentence was like, oh my God, this is me. Like it was, it just really resonated with me, but I wasn't fully ready to commit because intuitive eating is about really accepting your body where it is and not worrying about the weight loss. And I was still not ready to like give up on that dream of like being this certain weight and looking this certain way. And I was constantly kind of in and out of certain diets. And then I'd try a little bit of intuitive eating, blah, blah, blah. So I went traveling around Thailand for about six months and I really just embraced kind of my body and intuitive eating. And when I came back, I realized like, oh, I didn't actually gain weight. And I was like, I can trust my body. Like it was kind of a sign like, oh, I could drink every day and not work out for hours and hours a day. And I'm not going to like gain 500 pounds. So (laughs) that made me realize like, okay, I can trust my body. And from there, I injured my back and went through kind of a bad phase there where I gained a bunch of weight and but at that point I was so done with dieting like I tried a few more times ketogenic and then the 17 day diet it's so crazy that I did these looking back now I'm like who was I (laughs) calorie counting macro counting whatever it was fasting all those things and then I just I would last like a day and I'd just be like I can't do this like I just took over all my brain space and I was just finally fuck it that was one of the things where I was just like fuck it I can't do this anymore So I decided to fully embrace intuitive eating, fully embrace where my body was, which was about 35 pounds heavier. And um, intuitive eating is just about tuning into your natural hunger signal. So recognizing when you're hungry, recognizing when you're full, eating eating to like satisfaction, um, and then allowing all foods. So all foods are completely neutral. There's no good or bad foods. And what this does, some people are like, well, I would just eat McDonald's all day long. But really what happens is you're able to, you're taking away all those external rules about I should eat this, I should eat that, or stepping on the scale to determine like how much you should eat that day or counting your calories. And you're finally just allowing your own body to tell you what it needs. And I never did that. Like I never knew when I was hungry. I knew when I was hungry because I was hungry all the time, but I never knew like true fullness because I would either be still be hungry or I would be stuffing myself and then purging. And like, it was just this constant cycle of, I just didn't trust my body. And I didn't know what I was always like, just looking to the next person to like, tell me what to do. So finally I just decided I'm just going to embrace where I am. And it was really hard because I was just starting my personal training career and I was a lot heavier and I felt very much like all my clients were coming to me to lose weight and I didn't feel comfortable in the body that I was in and I was listening to people talk about their diets all day long and I was going to school to become a nutritionist so I had so much conflicting information but I'm so glad I just kind of stuck with it because there was really no other option at that point I would just couldn't even fathom going on another diet 
and the more I embraced it, the more I really just learned to love my body where it was. And that was so important for me. I went through a period of like three months where I just actually took away all the mirrors in my house and I just wore what felt comfortable. I bought all new clothes because I was, I was sick of trying to put on clothes that didn't fit me anymore. And I was like, I just need to love where I'm like, maybe this is where my body's meant to be. And let's just embrace that. And that was really powerful because I learned like the self-love and acceptance. And then from there, it was just slowly as I really was able to tune into my hunger and fullness. And I met my ex, um, Jordan, he was so supportive in like, being like, you can just eat food because you want to eat food. And we would like go to the store and get junk food and just hang out and veg out something I would never do before. Like that would be like a binge or I wouldn't do it at all. So to do that with another person, I'd be like, this is actually normal and I could be normal. And I felt no shame around it because I was with him. It kind of makes me want to cry because he's really good about that. And if I got too full, he would just be like, it's okay to be full. You'll digest it. Like you don't have to go throw it up and like really help me come out of that. And, um, then once I discovered the manifestation piece and I started visualizing and I, I started just working out because I loved working out and just only doing the things I wanted to do and listening to my body, I naturally ended up losing like 35 pounds and it's so ironic because I am down to the weight that I always desired to be. For like the last like 10 plus years, I never was below 130 and it just happened without even, without weighing myself, without dieting, with eating all the food and enjoying that time. So it just a lot, it just really taught me to trust my body and that's when I was like, I have to teach people about this. <laughs> oh my gosh, I love it. And I learned about intuitive eating from you and I read the book. Mm -hmm. And one of the, a couple of things that I thought was so crazy about the book, and I'll put this in the show notes, um, is one thing that we don't realize is that what we're conditioned how to handle and eat and process food growing up. Like as a child, it's like, you know, things that your parents might say to you with good intentions, obviously, but they'll say you need to finish everything on your plate mm -hmm. or you need to eat your vegetables before you have dessert. Yeah. Or like, you know, don't eat the low fat or this, that, and the other. And it's like, even if you're full, you had don't to finish your snack. food. Yeah, don't yeah, your dinner. Yeah, totally. And there's just a lot of rules about how you should eat, what you should eat. And it's just crazy because when I saw that, I was like, wow, this is definitely what forms our eating habits and beliefs around food mm -hmm. growing up into adults and this is really what stems like the issues of eating disorders and binge eating and the shoulds and, and whatever yeah. and it doesn't help too that you know social media is such a massive influence like there's this crazy thing that keeps popping up on Instagram, like the keto diet. Like keto's oh. great. It works for, it really does work for some people. Yeah. And it's and what works for you. you can be intuitive and be on keto. Exactly. Yeah. But there's, there's crazy things like lose 25 pounds in a month. I'm like, how, how is that healthy? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like what is actually going on? It's like people want this, this instant gratification. Always. Yeah. And it's really wild how, and I can totally hear this in our conversation today, how, you know, everything's a process, mm -hmm. you know, and obviously I had a really black and white moment where I took a totally different path in the last six months. And, you know, you've obviously been doing your journey for the last like five, six years and well, more than that, obviously, but it's just, I think people are forgetting to appreciate the process. Oh my God. And it's funny because Catherine, I think she had, she made a post on Instagram recently and it was about like the difference between nuking something in the microwave mm -hmm. and then cooking something on the stove. Yeah. And how, you know, when you nuke something in the microwave, it, it will not be as good as a home-cooked 
meal and when you're cooking something in the oven if you're cooking a chicken you can't just put it in for 10 minutes like it needs to go in for 40 minutes you know what I mean and that that's just how it is Mm -hmm. but then when you get to eat the chicken you're like oh my god this is delicious like that could literally be a metaphor for anything in your life yeah and doesn't it just it's just the way things are now because everything is so instantaneous with social media Mm -hmm. yeah that is a huge thing it's something I really try and teach like my girls in my dream body program it's like you're never going to get to your dream body unless you're enjoying where you are now you can't hate your body into a thinner body. So how can you start like loving where you are, loving the clothes you're wearing, loving the workouts you're doing? Like you need to start kind of acting as if you're already there or, and that was the biggest change for me was because I practiced 100% self-acceptance, it was no longer like I used to have calendars and calendars of like 21 day diet or I worked out this day, this day and I'm marking on my calories and it was always like, I was always on like, 10 more days or like whatever day or till like I go on vacation or whatever it was. And now it's just literally every day is a day. Like it, there's no, it, it's always going to be a journey and you never get there. And I think that was a really big shift for me because if you are in that black or white mentality, then the minute you screw up, you think you failed and then you go back to that whole, all those negative patterns. But for me, like I way over it on the weekend, but that didn't mean I screwed up. It's just like, okay, whatever. Like the next day I'm back to normal. Like it's not a pass or fail or black or white. Yeah. It's always going to be like, it's always a journey. You wrote a really great post on Instagram the other day about quote, getting back on track, mm-hmm. how there is no track. Yeah, there's no track. And I've had this conversation with my own personal training clients in Toronto. You know, they would go away for a trip or I wouldn't see them for three oh. weeks because they were sick or somebody died or just literally shit happens in life. And yeah. that's one thing that being a personal trainer, I, I developed so much more compassion for people because they didn't have it for themselves. Mm-hmm. They would come back to training yeah. after being off for a week and they'd be like, oh my God, I ate like shit. I did this, this and this. I'm like, great that's fine that's that's life normal like, yeah get over it and yeah. just you know let's get back into it like this yeah. is why you're paying hundreds of thousands of dollars for personal training because i'm here to get i mean i know you said there's no track but it is to get realigned with what makes you happy and what keeps you healthy and what you want to be doing but it's like it's so crazy to think that you know whatever journey you're on is linear because it's not yeah and it has to be up and down otherwise it's just going to be boring really yeah you can't yeah and i always equate like the working out thing to like brushing your teeth like you just naturally brush your teeth every day. If you miss a day, you're not like, oh my God, I missed a day. Like, I'm a failure. Like, I might as well never brush my teeth again. Like, might as well pull my teeth though. Yeah, like, I'm like, getting cavities. That's what people do <laughs> yeah. with, the, with the gym and they're so, like, either in or they're out. And I see it all day long, all the time. I have so many people that are, like, so gung-ho and I'm like, this person's going to fall off. Like, I, there's no way they can maintain it. And, like, oh, yeah. And I did that for so many years that I finally recognized, like, it doesn't matter if I don't work out for a week. That doesn't mean anything about me. That doesn't mean I lost my fitness. It just means that I'm still here. Yeah. I'm still going to go for a run today. Like, yeah, yeah it exactly. really is just every day just continuing on. Because you can't go backwards and you can't restart. And you can't, yeah. like, it's just like when you think about it logically, it seems so ridiculous, but our minds are so black and white. It's true. Mm-hmm. It's true. I would love for you to share about, and I know this was kind of a recent discovery for you, the align 2.0 like you're like you Mm 2.0 can you share that whole concept because when you share that with me I thought this is crazy because it really gets you to step out and get started on what you want to be doing yeah I really love this idea and I'm actually creating a whole program on it right now because the minute I shared it with like people on Instagram and my clients they're just like this is 
changing my life and it changed it's changing my life too so basically it's like setting that huge massive goal so for example some of my things on my tarot 2.0 is like i'm a millionaire i'm um like a transformational life coach all the things that i desire to be and then below that i just think about like who like what do i need to do or what do i need to believe and who do i need to be to be that version so like Tara 2.0 is a millionaire, like isn't afraid to look at her finances. She has an accountant. She knows how to stick to a budget. She has a plan for her money. She's prepared. And like, I don't have any of those things set up. So how could I ever become a millionaire if I'm not doing those things now? So it's really stepping into that version of you that's already, that's already living the new reality. So for example, I'm like sending in tapes for, to speak around the world because that's what 2.0 would do like yeah i'm not ready and nobody's replied to any of them but it's like that you just have to start it's like the whole starting thing and i'm taking control of my finances and i'm i'm like tara 2.0 makes her bed every day and it's like she does the dishes before she goes to bed and like does her laundry and it's just like it's such an easier way to get past the self-sabotage because when I'm stuck in that mind frame of like oh, i don't want to do it blah 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 it's like what would tara 2.0 do okay let's do it and if you do fall off whatever like my house is a disaster right now I haven't been doing the dishes I am not being 2.0 I haven't been the first <laughs> few days but it's just like a simple switch like it's like okay I'm gonna like tackle these things one thing at a time because I know that this is like what the future version of me would do and the more you don't have to step into her every single day forever but the more you do it the easier it gets and the more second nature it gets and and that's how you become that person and that's how all those things become attracted to you so I just love that idea so that's what I'm working on now I love I love this so much and one thing that you didn't mention that's huge for people if they start to do this is that you're not comparing yourself to someone else. Yeah. You're not looking at, you know, someone else who's a millionaire and be like, oh my god, they're doing this, this, and this. I should be doing this, this, and this. And then mm. you should all over yourself. Yeah. You're actually thinking, okay, what would, like, my, like, what would Kayla 2.0 do? And then yeah. it seems... It's just so much easier to step into it rather than, it's like stepping into it rather than comparing myself to like Amanda Francis or Catherine Zinkina yeah. who are like multi-millionaires. Because that's and have not very motivating. No, it's either. not. It's not because it's in. It's intimidating. Yeah. It's also inspiring, but it's also intimidating yeah. if there's a really big gap between who your mentors and your inspirational people are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I find it gives you small action steps that can really change your life. So for example, I just started making my bed every day and doing my dishes before I went to bed and that created this like sense of like kind of self-trust and self-discipline that allowed me to be like okay I can tackle my finances like it doesn't need to be like I think people get so scared of taking this like huge jump it could just be making your bed like yeah it's true it doesn't need to be and those those people kind of pish posh like small baby steps of like being grateful or changing that one thought but changing that one thought could change your entire life and I I really like whenever my clients are struggling they're like I'm just like, we just need to take it back. Like meditate for five minutes a day. Like don't try and do all these things and get overwhelmed and feel like a failure. Just like, there's a really good book called um, uh, The Compound Effect by Darren Hardy. And he talks about just like, you could, they have their, if they take two people, one person, they both want to like improve their fitness. One person just starts walking for 30 minutes a day. One person tries to sign up for a marathon and does all these drastic changes ends up failing and just gets even worse than he was initially where that person that walks 30 minutes a day snowballed into like this fantastic marathon runner or whatever like they did a study on it and it's so true like we just get so tempted on being like I need to take all this massive action and Tony Robbins is all about massive action but that puts fear in me 
Like, I, I believe in taking massive action, but not if it's going to, not if you're not going to take it because it's too scary. Yeah. Like, just take baby steps and that's going to get you there. You just keep building your confidence as you go. That's so cool. So mm-hmm. when are you planning to release the course? Um, good question. I keep saying I. this is what happens is that I I need to just release it, like have a date and get people to sign up and then I'm going to create it because otherwise something else always comes out. So yeah, you're good at that though. I've made the title page. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so I think I'm going to say like three weeks, I'm going to be like new course being released. Everyone, I'm going to make the sales page and then I just have to, then I have no choice. That's, that's so cool. That's what I always do. Yeah, that's so funny. I love... I love this conversation right now because we're talking about so many different ways to get started and like I really wanted this to be the theme of, of our conversation today because yeah. it's just getting started towards what your desires are and really listening to what your desires are because you shared earlier how you just do what you love, right? Mm-hmm. And it's like what happens if you just do what you love all the time? You You're know what so I mean? happy. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. Seriously. But it's so funny because people do what they think they should be doing. Yeah. They do what they think their parents think they should be doing or, you know, their coworkers or their boss or because, like, I could have easily said because I have a B.Ed. in physical education and French, I should be teaching in a high school. Yeah. I paid thousands of dollars for this. But the thing is, there's definitely elements of that that I've taken into coaching and being an entrepreneur, like there's, it, it all makes sense in the end. When I look back, I'm like, oh yeah, okay, I understand why I did that now. Yeah. So it's really trusting the process that's really important too. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of people, um, they, before they even start, they shoot themselves down because they're like, well, I can't make money doing that. Or that's not, that's not a real career. And if I had thought that way, there's no way ten, five or six years ago that I'd ever think like, oh, I'm going to be teaching manifestation and intuitive eating online. Like what? That's the most random thing. Like I basically created like my own job and my mom told me you shouldn't be a personal trainer. You're never going to succeed. You shouldn't have a gym. Like people will tell you all the reasons why you shouldn't, but, but I became very successful because I didn't listen to them. And I think that's the key is like, you have to, you have to just start. You don't have to know how it's going to turn into this full-time career and how you're going to make money because if you try to worry about all that, you're never going to start. And if, like, I think I just have people that I know aren't happy in their lives and I try to talk to them about, like, making changes. Like, well, I can't make money doing that anyway. And I'm like, you haven't even tried. You, there's so many ways that it could lead you. And I think when we don't see this clear clear path, it's too scary. That's why people are always, like, school, job, security, pension. But if you are willing to just not really see how it's going to work out and have a vision and follow it, you it's like, it could be so much more rewarding. Yeah, and the other thing, I think Catherine and Kina shared about this once, only take advice from people who have what you want or, mm. do, or are doing what you want to be doing. Yes. Right? Totally. Because, and obviously, you know, people who say, no, you shouldn't do that, like, it's just because they're, you know, they're trying to protect you. You know, yeah. I'm sure that, you know, your mom just didn't want you to fail or get hurt or yeah. any, like, that's it. Like, it's, there's still good intention there, but you have to listen to your gut, right? Mm-hmm. And it's funny because I just put a post on Instagram today and I was talking about how the past is a place of reference, not a place of residence. Mm, and yeah. what I was writing in this post is just how, you know, there's really two ways that the past can work. And it's like, you either take your knowledge and experience from the past, like consciously or subconsciously, and you can, it can help you grow, right? And, you know, in the present moment and make your decisions, or you can take the past and you can like project it into the future and and it'll be Mm self-sabotage. And you think, well, you know, I took a risk before. If I take a risk again, then I'm going to fail. So then you don't end up doing anything. Mm -hmm. And the thing is like the past is in the past. And it's just, it's like we said earlier, how the brain is so black and white. And it's like, 
mentally with the ego and you know you're trying to think okay you try to figure things out all the time because it's just a survival mechanism Mm -hmm. which makes sense because obviously animals have claws and teeth and they can survive by defending themselves but for humans we have to use our brain Mm -hmm. so then that little creature the ego just sort of takes over and runs the show so that you don't you don't mess up and you don't get in danger or whatever but it's completely inauthentic because you don't actually know what's going to happen in the future yeah and if and when we fully surrender to that then things can show up like when I did your manifest Mondays and I started putting myself out there with mindset coaching, you know, what came up out of that was like, we had the opportunity to move to Vancouver, yeah, which was not happening. I didn't think it was going to happen for another two years. And the yeah. crazy thing is when that opportunity came up, I told my boyfriend, I said, no, I was like, no, we're not ready. And this was my ego talking. I was like, no, I don't have money saved. I don't have a job in Vancouver. I don't have this. I don't have this and blah, 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 blah. And he's like, are you serious? Like I wanted to live in BC yeah. so bad since I left four years ago so and the opportunity came up and I said, no, mm-hmm. can you believe it? I can't believe that. Which is crazy. But then I realized that I was operating from a place of fear and I was, I, I didn't have it all figured out, but mm-hmm. then I just, one day I just totally, you know, it was another like fuck it moment. I was like, I'm, we're just, let's just move. Mm-hmm. Let's just move and figure it out. And it's yeah. been a bit of a gong show. Like, you know, our moving day got pushed and all that stuff, but it's working like, out. You manifested the perfect apartment. You're working at Lou 11. Like yeah. all everything those, worked out. It totally, but, yeah. it, but it didn't work out how I thought yeah, it would. Yeah, it never does. Yeah. It never does. It's usually better. Totally. Exactly. And that's like one other thing I was going to say is like, we're talking about all this stuff and it, it sounds so exciting when it's like you hear it on a podcast like, okay, good, I'm going to go for it. And then your head starts piping up. It's fucking scary. Like, I'm not trying to say that all this stuff is easy. Like, for me, I have less fears around, like, business and putting myself out there that way. But I have clients that it's, like, terrifying for them to be go on live video. But for me, I'm terrified of, like, relationships and all that sort of stuff. And it paralyzes me so I understand how people would feel like okay yeah I can do this and then it's it's literally paralyzing and you like should all over yourself and it's like you feel like you want to throw up so I just want to like put it out there that I get that it's not like this easy like oh yay just go follow your dreams like no it's really scary and you have to take risks and you have to face your fears and you have to step into a new version of yourself and like it's not gonna be like there's sunshine and rainbows. So I just want to acknowledge, like, if people are having fears, I think before I never really resonated. I was like, just do it. But I get now when when I have my own struggles and I relate it, I'm like, oh, I get it. It's not that easy. Yeah. And <laughs> when I have when I've had conversations with clients too, you know, and they get upset or they're frustrated about, you know, something that they want that's not happening or whatever, you know, I just really make it clear. I'm like, you're upset and you're scared and frustrated because you care. Mm-hmm. you're committed to the thing that you want mm-hmm. and you know in the back of your mind you know you're scared what if it doesn't work out what if what if I fuck up what if this happens and if that is it's okay to be scared mm-hmm. and I think social media really portrays like oh you should be fearless you know just take a risk but it's okay to be scared and it's okay to take baby steps and it's okay to just have like a light bulb moment and go for it it's, it's just okay to wait until you feel a little bit more ready like yeah but just don't keep waiting forever because you'll be stuck Totally. (laughs) (laughs) 
Well, we're coming into a wrap now for today's episode. And Tara, I just want to thank you again for finally, you know, us being able to meet up and hang out and have this conversation because I, I just love mindset manifestation, all of it. You know, it changes people's lives. And I love that, you know, as, collectively as coaches, we have our own style of what we're doing and there's a lot of overcross and similarities, but the goal is just to make a difference for people. And I think that that's so important. So Tell us where we can find you on social media and I'll have all this information in the show notes as well. So I'll yeah. turn it over to you. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. And yeah, I've just loved watching you just like make all these crazy brave changes in the past six months. Cause you, when we first met, you were like, I really want to live in BC, but, but I don't think it's possible. And now you're here, which is really cool to see. Um, yeah, you can find me on Instagram at Tara Brunette Mindset. And then my website is just terabrunette.com and that's, where all my courses are. Um, coming up, I don't know when this episode's being released, but my next Manifest Mondays course starts on July 15th, so you can always join that. And yeah. And you always release Manifest Mondays like every month, right? Pretty much, yeah. yeah that's awesome. Mm-hmm. And then what about your groups on Facebook? Training by Tara? Oh yeah, Training it? by Tara, Facebook group. I don't really post too much in there, but, okay. but you or you can like my Facebook page. Perfect. I feel like I'm mostly on Instagram. Okay. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. Yeah. Great. Okay, guys. So if you liked today's episode, please like it, leave a review, subscribe. I've always got episodes coming out every week. Thank you so much for listening and I will see you, or I guess I should say talk to you in the next episode. Have a great day.